0: You're listening to The Dollop! This is a biracial American history podcast. Each week, I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my friend, Jareth Reynolds,
1: who has no idea what the topic will be about. Is that true? Yep. You really don't know. You would know more than anybody. <laughs> Have we discussed this? I feel like I've never actually questioned you about it. Well, it would be insane for you to question me about it. <laughs> well, maybe <Yeah>. it's time.
2: <laughs>
1: do you know? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, it, yeah how do you know? Yeah, I because I go through your iPad when you're shouting at the TV like a lunatic. Don't <laughs> <Okay>.
2: shout!
0: <laughs> I'm
1: shouting at Dave, you. Dave said he's on stage with the others. I'm also running. I'm blocking Klobuchar. She's great.
3: I won Minnesota.
0: I'm the only one that won Minnesota.
1: It was great when she threw a three hole puncher at Bloomberg though. Yeah. That was fun to see. Yeah.
0: October 7th, 1879. Joel Emanuel Haglund...
1: Is that... Was you looking at me to see if I had any clue who that was? After all these years, I love that you still do the check-in. Anything? No, nothing.
0: Was born in the seaport town of Javla, Sweden to devoutly Lutheran parents. He was the third of nine kids. Sure. Or also known as six, because three died when they were babies. Is that confirmed? Yep. Okay. We're just going to start calling that baby out. Yep. Three baby outed, six left. Okay. 66%. Pretty good. It's a D. It's a solid D. Joel's father, Olaf, was a poorly paid railroad conductor.
1: Stereotype. (laughs)
0: <laughs> his mother, Margarita Catharina, who does that? Uh, who, who names a kid with two A's on the end? Margarita Catalina.
1: Come on. I, I'm a, yeah, I'm guessing the drink Margarita wasn't around
0: already. Otherwise, that's also a faux pas. She was a, she was a housewife. She didn't work. Uh, the children were taught the practices of an Orthodox Lutheran. Joel's younger sister, Esther, quote, there were no political discussions at home. We were taught to be obedient to God and the king and to submit to all authority. That feels a little political. It <laughs> <laughs> feels like our democracy a little bit, honestly. Yeah, well, it's going to get worse. Okay. Uh, Joel's parents loved music. They often led the family in song. Olaf played the organ at church, and then he built one so his, he could teach his children. How to play the organ. That's a lot of work. Uh, yeah, you gotta be really committed to build a fucking organ. Yeah. I mean pianos were a thing. Yep. It's basically the same. It's not the same though. It's basically. It's not, it's not you don't. The, get the sound same. is
1: different, but as far as work, you're like, alright, oh, well this is done. Instead you're like, yeah, what? Pipe
3: 34's off. <laughs> oh, there it is again. <laughs> Olaf stuck in it! Olaf! feel <laughs> like this all the time.
2: <laughs>
3: oh
0: Uh, as a teen, Joel wrote songs about his family, especially to tease his sisters. Uh, he went to concerts, he performed at local cafes, he played the guitar, the accordion, the uh, uh, piano. I assume the organ, it's not here, but. Well, well that's,
1: uh, it's not on the
3: list. Finally. I hate you,
1: Dad, I'm going without the pipes.
3: You will use pipes! My son will use pipes in this house! I don't need your dun,
0: stupid dun. pipes. Dun, 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 dun. You're no son of mine. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> When Joel was nine, his father died after a work accident, as is the law on the dollop. Right. Yes. Good run, though. Yeah. I mean, nine, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, you got a lot of good years with your dad there. Yeah. 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 I assume he wasn't working on the organ. Oh, yeah, it was a railroad. He was a railroad, yeah. Yeah, so I you imagine assume... how badly that Boy, went. <laughs> I
1: would prefer it be the organ than the railroad <laughs> as part for comedic effect.
0: Uh, Olaf was the family's only source of income, so Margarita took the kids out of school and put them all to work. Great, okay. So he's nine and working? Yep. Great. Uh, nine years old, he got a job at a rope factory.
1: Uh, sure, yep. Yeah. Well, someone's gotta make it. I guess we've never traced it back, but someone's making rope. Yep. Uh, you know, we're just so spoiled. We're like, oh, rope, it's right there. It's everywhere. It's rope, the oh, fuck, it's just everywhere, it's ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. No, there's some nine-year-old like,
2: uh ah!
3: How sick do they want it? Oh, I miss Papa!
2: Mathematics was
3: fun!
0: The cool thing about a rope factory is if you really hate the job. Yes.
2: It's
0: an easy way out right there. Well, it's a testament to his handiwork. Holy oh really hell. Look at that knot. Leave him up! It's so good. It's like advertising. I think we've got our new logo. (laughs) Rope. We're the guys who make it. Uh, He worked long hours in shitty industrial conditions. As a team, he worked as a fireman on a steam-powered crane and shoveled coal for a construction company. So things are looking up? Yeah,
1: for sure. No, fun adolescence
0: indeed. He went from m- making rope to shoveling coal. Yep, definitely uh, up. What? I don't know. Uh, when Joel was 21, he got tuberculosis in the skin and joints. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Was... That is uh... He doesn't get the long one? Uh, what? Did he get the normal, the,
1: chest, yeah. the chesty one? Yeah. No,
0: apparently he got the really weird Swedish one.
2: Okay. Sure.
0: So My joints TV. are coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Too much blood. <laughs> uh, there were not really any treatment options in Javla, so Joel went to Stockholm. Okay. Where he got extensive treatment while working odd jobs full-time to pay for it. Great. That's like America. I was just going to say, it's our healthcare plan. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Uh, He received radiation and a series of brutal operations on his face and neck. Is this where he becomes Organ Man? (laughs) Is this the origin story?
1: (laughs) But there's something went wrong in the radiation room. Let him
3: out! Let him out! (laughs) Ah,
0: (laughs) And then they attached large bat wings to his bat. I knew it. Uh, It left deep scarring and damage on his body for the rest of his life. Sad. Yeah, it's
2: another
0: deal. Uh, In January 1902, uh, Margarita died after surgery that was supposed to have eased her lifelong back pain. Well, yes,
1: but you know what you were getting into back then. Yeah, 1902,
0: you're like, um...
1: The survival rate for this surgery is extremely high. It's 5%. (laughs) Oh! Yes, you have a 5% chance of living, but your life will be much better after. That sounds great. I don't know math. Well, that's fantastic. Say goodbye to everyone in this room. Bye. Yeah, you're
0: not going to see them again. Count backwards from 10. After the surgery.
1: Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. uh Uh-huh. Anyway,
0: take care. I can't count backwards from 10, I don't know math.
1: Oh, all right, well, here, we'll just put this in your arm, and...
0: I feel dead. <laughs> your mother's not gonna make it, everybody. Uh, so there's six kids, they're all now in their late teens and early 20s. Okay. Uh, they sold the family home, Sure. split the money, and went their separate ways. Okay. Four, uh, four stayed in Sweden, Joel and his younger brother, Paul, went to New York City. Okay. Their siblings in Sweden would never see the brothers again. Interesting. They landed on Ellis Island in October 1902. Now, uh, Joel was, quote, six feet tall, slim, with deep blue eyes and dark brown hair, a handsome, intelligent, serious, and thoughtful young man, bold and unafraid, more hobo than poet. Literally on board
1: for the entire description until the end, where I'm like, what are the Venn diagram of hobo and poet is almost an eclipse. I mean, what is it just a hat difference? It's like mine goes down further, and mine's more of a
0: tooth. Hobos don't shave, poets don't either. No, you're not. No, nice
1: try. You have me for a moment.
0: Poets are rich, rich people's kids. You're still not actually right.
1: You're, well, you're closer than your first point, but no. Poets get
0: tons of ladies. Dude, go to Silver Lake, so to Hobo. <laughs> uh, Joel also had a very strong sense of humor. Uh, he had a very good grasp of English because he had learned it at the YMCA in Sweden.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. Of course, uh, of and uh, no, it's just how long the YMCA has been around. How it's in every country
3: apparently. Yep.
0: Yeah. Good. First job he landed in New York was cleaning spittoons. Oh, what? That isn't that what? That's horrible. Isn't that just like a dump job? I gotta tell you, after I read that, I went down a wormhole. <laughs> On what? How dirty
2: spittoons I just were? was
0: looking at spittoon stuff
1: for. Wait, okay, do you know the answer to this? I was thinking about this the other day.
0: You were thinking about spittoons the other day? Why did they ding? (laughs) What's with the ding? It's not real, right? They don't ding! Well, I think that's a sound effect, number one. Okay, well, I'm just saying, as far as
1: movies would have me believe it, every time it goes like,
0: (laughs) it goes, ding! I know, but also, you know, when you go to bed, you don't hear a cat in the trash going, Like, none of that's real, it's just movie sounds. Wait, what? Yeah. What movie are you watching? Cats.
1: <laughs> oh, the musical. Yeah. Okay.
0: Bucket of <laughs> beer. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Very oh, 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 nice. Very nice. Um, uh, no, but they they were everywhere. Spittoons. Okay. Uh, around this time, uh, he made. Still a, penny. a little worried that you're killing cats, but anyway, we'll keep going. <laughs> Pennies a day cleaning them. Uh, they were in pubs, brothels, saloons, hotels, banks, barber shops. Where weren't they? Pharmacies. Sure. Anywhere, dudes were walking past. They had. So everywhere. Person. And they made them because before that, everyone was just spitting on the floor. So yeah, like which we is should gross.
1: get a cup or something. Yeah, sure.
0: But like we'll get just, a
1: dingin' vase.
0: And just start going through pictures, and there's just spittoons fucking everywhere. Ugh.
1: Okay, so his job was to they, clean them. Yeah. Okay. Which is the bad job.
0: Yeah. Nobody wants... That's not a high-status job. (coughs) Well, it sounds like when you you dump it out, though, it sounds like a bell ring. That's right. (laughs) Uh, So after a while, he he had enough of the slums and cleaning spit, and Joel and his brother decided to head out into the uh, USA, and they actually went their separate ways. Okay. Between 1902 and 1912, there's very little record of Joel. He was constantly on the move as in, uh, as a laborer, you know, working around wherever. Okay. Moved frequently. He was in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Chicago, South, uh, North and South Dakota, Spokane, Seattle, Portland, Los Angeles, San Pedro, Fresno, Mexico, British Columbia, Alaska, and, and Hawaii. Jesus. Dude, fucking. What rolled. year is this? Uh, this is 1902 to 1912. All right. Uh, in 1906, Joel wrote a first-hand account of the Great San Francisco Earthquake to his hometown uh, newspaper in Java, Sweden. He was uh, fired from a machine shop in Chicago and then blacklisted for trying to organize a union. Oh, <laughs> how dare you. Motherfucker. try, asshole. He's lucky. I, don't, I don't get a time machine I think we'll tell you what's good for you. You can trust us. We're the
1: guys who screw you.
0: You should have seen me explaining to Finn yesterday where the union was. Oh, I can't.
2: Like, and then the motherfuckers yeah, I mean, honestly, try to fuck you. Can you imagine? Can
3: you imagine? And they say,
0: yeah, let's have you work 16 hours a day. But how do they And babies then you get made? together as a group and you go in and you say, we're going to fucking cut you.
1: I'm 11.
0: <laughs> He's 10. Sorry, I didn't mean to... He already knows that I told Martin Luther King to kill himself. <laughs> I'm teaching history. His <laughs> teacher saw one thing, he comes home, I go, hold the fuck on. Those
1: teachers must love you. And I as love. my wife
0: says, you cannot tell our son not to talk to cops. The fuck I can't. <laughs> The other day, he was like, I saw a bunch of cops. <laughs> I didn't talk to him. I was like, "Am I right?" <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, so, so traveling around, gets fired from the job for organizing in San Pedro, California. Joel is said to have joined the. IWW, Industrial Workers of the World. The EW. <laughs> a revolutionary international labor union. They were called the Wobblies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But other people called them that, and then they're like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, at one point, Joel changed his name to Joseph Hillstrom. Sure. Uh, and then he shortened it to Joe Hill. Um, all right. Oh, we found the readers.
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'll play along, but... Come on. Yeah. yeah Pretty yeah. obvious. You, now you know, right? Yeah, yeah, this goes where you... Well, let's yeah. just let's do it, but I'll... Yeah. Let's still do you it. You know. Of course. You want to hear it again? Um, one more time wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I love the story. So epic. You love the story? In a bad way. I like, I love to hate it.
2: Oh. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. You go ahead. We'll, we'll, okay. I'll talk later.
0: Um, he probably shortened his name to avoid anti-immigrant uh, sentiments and uh, because he was blacklisted.
2: Okay.
0: So he joins the IWW. Uh, the specific year he joined is not exactly known because the U.S. government seized and destroyed all of the IWW's records in 1917. Nice. Cool. Freedom in yeah, America and right, stuff. Right. Yeah, you know, you know you have a good, a good uh, government when you have to destroy the opposition's uh, records. Uh-huh. It just shows how strong it is. Most historians believe uh, Joe joined in 1910. He also seems to have served as the San Pedro branch uh, secretary for several years. So he's in, he's in this union. Right. Uh, he wrote a letter as an IWW member to the Industrial Worker, which is a magazine he you probably get. I love it, yeah. Um, what's your favorite uh, section? Uh, steel. It's
1: just like us. <laughs> <laughs> Who welded it better is also a fun section. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I named two. You asked for one so you could go
2: yeah, fuck no, yourself. No, you,
0: that was really good. Uh... So here is the letter, uh, August 1910. It was about a worker who had uh, gotten a damaged hand. Quote, after a bit, a train pulled out, and he tried to obey the orders, but that upholder of law and justice saw him and habitually took a shot at him. His intentions were, of course, the very best. He's, uh, he uses uh, sarcasm. Okay. (laughs) His intentions were, of course, the very best, but being a poor shot, he only succeeded in crushing the man's hand. The poor fellow might starve to death, though, so that bloodthirsty hyena may not get so badly disappointed after all. Not being satisfied with disabling the man for life, he struck him several blows on the head and face with a sapper. A tree sapper? (laughs) A sapper is a rubber hose with chunks of lead in the end.
1: So it's purely a weapon. Yeah, it's like something. Or does it happy. give you like a sprinkler vibe? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. There's not a lot of other uses for it. Sure. For
0: lead hose? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like something you make if if it's like a, the apocalypse. It's like an apocalypse weapon. <laughs>
2: right.
1: Even then, I can think of better things. Then. You know, what we should do is put some lead in that hose. Yeah. Seriously. All right. Great talk. <laughs>
0: Now, fellow workers, how long are those hired murderers whose chief delight is to see human blood flowing in streams, going to slaughter and maim our class? There is only one way to stop it, to unite on the industrial field. Yours, Joe Hill. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice chirpy finish. (laughs) Uh, Joe fit right in with the radical IWW. He soon rallied behind the cause of two Mexican brothers who were plotting to overthrow the government of Mexico from... Uh, where they were living in Los Angeles. That's fun to do. So just via fax, essentially? If there were a couple guys in Mexico right now who were like, we're going to go over to the government, I'd be like, what do you need? (laughs) Even though I like the government of Mexico right now, I I would still just get on board. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Uh, No, because he is a good... Yeah, yeah. He's good to get out. (laughs) Look, anything south of the border should be overthrown. That's just America.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> when uh, there's a dictator named uh, Diaz, who, who was uh, overthrown, and then the two brothers, the McGraw brothers, formed a junta with the idea of taking Baja, California, and creating a country for the working class. Ooh,
2: like that. Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it's also a nice area. Yeah, Beaches.
2: yeah.
0: Beaches on both sides. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Retirement. Retirement. Yeah. Well, it's for the working class. Yeah, but if I'm
1: there, I'm like, hey, we got this. <laughs> this is the winner's circle, boys. How about some cervezas?
2: <laughs>
1: Margarita, get around to margaritas. She passed away, Oh, that's interesting. Right
2: now... <laughs> about that. Uh,
0: the army quickly swelled to several hundred. Joe was said to be in charge of enlisting IWW members in L.A. When he was trying to incite his fellow rebels to use force to take Baja, Joe wrote, quote, workers may find out that the only machine worthwhile is the one which capitalists use on us when we ask for more bread for ourselves and our families, the one that works with a trigger. All aboard for Mexico. Yours, Joe. <laughs> Sincerely, Joe. Uh, and they did invade uh, a bunch of men from the U.S. who were basically considered hobos Sure. Like, literally, they're like, a hobo army went down to Mexico. Right. Oh, no, here come a bunch of poets. <laughs>
1: Which... Yes, yeah, so look at their hats. Oh, they are too,
2: How about a poem, boys?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hobo army took Mexicali and Tecate, uh, and they were then prepared to take on the Mexican army and fight for Tijuana. A letter in The Industrial Worker asked for more IWW men to get involved. Quote, only a few of the IWW boys have been killed. Is that your opener? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think you might want to parenthetical that. It's just that some of us are dead, but it's fine. And the revolution has been only supported by the Mexican and American members of the liberal junta and the members of the IWW locals down down here in California. And right now, uh, about half of the 250 here in Tijuana are members of the IWW. So yeah. it's like a bunch of fucking union guys sit right. down and invade Mexico. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> this should happen again, yeah. it's just fun. I yeah. know, yeah. yeah. it will happen again. <laughs> yeah, just think of a bunch of fucking uh, guys from an auto plant yeah. go down and invade Guatemala.
2: We're Why from not? AutoZone. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: We're in the zone, so are you. I tell you, they shouldn't let us unionize. Oh God, look at <laughs> that Chicago. over the
1: hill. <laughs> It's O, 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 O O'Reilly (laughs) Auto (laughs) Parts.
2: Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's motherfuckers.
0: You're lucky that O'Reilly is a a national company. I was very lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The invasion lasted six months. What? Yeah. We we don't talk about this in our history books, but, uh, yeah.
1: But it's just like when you think of, like, the invasions nowadays, like Iraq or something, it's like... Week
2: and
0: a half. Yeah, but this is different. So this is like, you know, socialists believe in freeing the working men all around the world. So it sort uh, of makes sense. Sure. Yeah, well, it's it in right, Iraq, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you, you know what happened in Iraq. We yeah. did a podcast about it. Yeah, well, I would love to listen to it, my man. It's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, the invasion lasted six months, but Mexican troops drove the rebels back across the border. Hill would later, later say he had never been there, but several uh, Wobbly members said he was. Okay. Soon after, Joe uh, was living in a shack on a beach in Hawaii with two other Wobblies. They worked as longshoremen, loading sugar onto boats. Mm,
2: I'd
0: do that. Yeah, that sounds much better. Than be that. a sugar loader. Attacking <laughs> For Mexico. For a shanty? For a beach shanty? Fuck yeah. I'd load this sugar. <laughs> in 1912, uh, Joe participated in a demonstration of unionist socialists and suffragettes in San Diego. Uh, they were protesting a decision to prohibit the use of public downtown spaces for meetings. Now, this is when Ben Reitman and Emma Goldman came yes. to San Diego. Right. So he was there when all that went down. His train was stopped by uh, IWW, uh, by, gaunt- by fucking assholes, sorry. <laughs>
2: and uh, the Wobblies
0: had to run gauntlets. Uh, one account said Joe was captured and beaten badly. Okay. Joe's uh, obscure persona has been uh, discovered through accounts Uh, of his close friends. Joe was unusually quiet at union meetings but enjoyed listening to the more philosophical discussions. He didn't drink. Joe considered hard liquor a capitalist scheme to poison the working class.
1: Yeah, but it's like the one we're okay with. (laughs)
0: Like, we're like... Like, it's true, for sure. But we've all been like, yeah, yeah, that one... Good call
1: on that one, honestly. That is... We need that shit, so thank you right there. We are going to try to uproot your system, but first... We got a bucket of beers to dip into, yeah. and... Someone said Jager bombs earlier, I don't know. Yeah. I'll do a round of those. Then, we're gonna... I forgot what we said we were gonna do. We should get pizza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> capitalist pizza. Yeah, Papa John's. We'll get Papa John's. It's yeah. the perfect capitalist slice. Yeah. Racist pie oh. with garlic dripping drooly sauce. Yeah.
0: Uh, Joe was popular with women, but he never had a steady girl. He well, that's
1: part of it. I mean, if you're, I mean, that's part of it. He was playing the field, so he can't be... Keep going.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, he avoided whorehouses. Okay. Sure. I spent... seem very tickled by that. He spent much of his free time writing songs. He would often play at wobbly events, wherever he was living at the time. One immigrant worker in Seattle, quote, no one heard Joe Hill sing or play could easily forget him. Uh, He quickly rose through the union's ranks because of his music and passion for workers' rights. He wrote and performed catchy political songs and satirical poems that could be used as rallying cries for laborers. Okay. Uh, This also attracted just people (coughs) who didn't give a shit about unions because they liked the music. Okay. That's That's how you do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We would, I mean, we would, that would be a great service today if we had more of that
0: music. We don't anymore. Anyway, keep calling Uh Joe's most popular song is uh, The Preacher and the Slave, in which he coined the idiom pie in the sky. Oh, all right. He's the inventor of pie in the sky. Yeah. How about that? Uh, it's, uh, it's... Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a legacy of some kind. <laughs> it was a parody of a Salvation Army hymn that criticized the Salvation Army for bringing the needy religious salvation instead of helping with hunger, employment, and housing. I'll just
1: say,
3: okay, so he's kind of like a
1: weird, a uh, union Weird owl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a union Weird owl. Yeah, okay. Okay. And the Salvation Army was, was like, would you like some Christ? Oh, not food. Oh. There's some Christ. Well, there's some bread inside the end of that Bible. But, oh. <laughs> uh, many workers called it the Starvation Army. <laughs>
1: Goddamn kids. <laughs> so creative, these rascals. <laughs> hey, hats off to them. That's fun.
0: Uh, music was one of the main tools used by the Wobblies to get their message across to what were largely illiterate, uneducated immigrant and uh, working class audience. Okay. So Joe wrote tons of songs. He would write them to fit different strikes. So when he's going to a strike, he'd write a new song for whatever. Right.
1: It was like how Elvis did like movies and wrote like that's where he wrote all his songs. It's... Instead of like any creative like force, he was just like, now this is about a surfing guy.
2: <laughs>
1: I think I'm right.
0: No, I just don't. Right <laughs> right. I just thought it was gonna be. This is, I didn't think it was gonna be an attack Elvis podcast.
1: Well, <laughs> it's time. I'm coming after a Disgusting animal. Yeah. he's like us at the end. He's like, like, America's like Elvis right now. Yeah. We're on the toilet eating a hand sandwich with a revolver and a beer. Like, I think we got a hit left in us.
0: Just uh, just eating a bowl of bacon. Yeah. It's all going good. Just
1: drinking from the toilet. Get Priscilla on the phone. Elvis, this is... Come on, I've got a country for us to invade. Sir, the army is no more... Come on! Got one
3: more! (laughs) Venezuela, I'm coming for you! Venezuela? woo! (laughs) Still got it! Still got it? Yeah!
0: (laughs) Hello? (laughs) I'm lost in Graceland. (laughs) Uh, So the way he got around was hopping trains. Sure. Uh, So that way he could get around really easily. Uh, Sure, super easy. And he introduced call and response songs to Italian dock workers in San Pedro. So he started the whole thing. Right, that's big. That's a bigger
1: legacy than pie in the sky. You know, I'm the guy who uh, told the audience to say something back.
0: What do we want? Pies. When do we want them? Now. All right,
3: let's try again.
1: And we want to separate my catchphrase from my new technique. Because they're all caught up in that. What do we want? Pie. No, say something like uh, equal rights. What do we want?
0: Equal pie. Uh,
1: that's better. That's good. That's better. That's what actually works best. We do want equal pie. All right. Well, don't respond anymore. Uh, it's a spicy big bowl. Okay. Listen, the Italian stereotypes are here again.
0: Some people join the Wobblies uh, because of its music. Richard ear, quote, what... Richard first? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Hello, Hello, I'm Richard Brazier. Uh, Call me Dick Brazier. Excuse me? What? Yeah. Yes. Ooh, Braziers, you say? Well, I'm just the dick for that.
0: Hey, listen, I'm pretty uncomfortable.
1: No, oh, maybe you should slip out of that Brazier and let me put it down the back of my pants for a while. Hello. I don't have a Brazier on. Meet my friend, Penis Bra. Why are you here? Uh, I heard, was told there'd be pop- popcorn, but I see not.
0: <laughs> we have pie.
1: Oh, it has got such a hack.
0: <laughs> Richard Brazier quote, what first attracted me to the... I- oh, of course Indian. it's what
1: first attracted me. <laughs> what first attracted me? The idea of fabric making on nipples. <laughs> oh, that friction. Dick,
2: Dick, will you just
1: calm down? <laughs> you don't know Dick.
0: I got a mind of my own. What first attracted me to the IWW was its songs and the gusto with which its members sang them. I heard these songs even before I came to Spokane and joined the union. Such singing, I thought, was good propaganda. It held the crowd for wobbly speakers. Good propaganda. It brings them in. Yeah, sure. We should get back to that. Yeah. Singing unions. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Within a year of joining uh, the IWW, Joe was a beloved member of the union. His songs were sung and being sung in Australia, New Zealand, England, Scotland, Wales. They were translated into Swedish, Finnish, Russian, Hungary, French, Spanish, Italian. So he's fucking killing Jesus, it. yeah. Uh, he made his way to Salt Lake City. Woo-hoo! I mean, even for the fact that we're
1: here, that was an ambivalent reaction. That was like if we said Salt Lake City in another city.
0: It wasn't wasn't good. But I get it. I
3: get it. Don't come crawling back,
0: sir. I mean, that
2: was an hour ago.
0: You guys fucked up. Yeah,
2: let's be honest. What?
0: She yelled, we're insignificant. It's the um, first time yeah. anyone's ever yelled that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: We're insignificant!
1: <laughs> and then wouldn't give it a second time. Why wouldn't you repeat it? Because of what I
0: said. <laughs> <laughs>
2: doesn't <matter. laughs>
0: uh, Joel worked at the Silver King Mine. Sure. He lived in Salt Lake for a while. Now around 10 p.m. on January 10th, 1914, John Morrison and his two sons... Arling and 13-year-old Merlin. What? (laughs) Well, what else are you going to name your kid? if He's a wizard. (laughs)
1: Merlin. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Dad, I want to dance over my dead body. Go back to your spell book. Get it right. Abracapocus. Oh, my
0: God. This kid's an idiot. (laughs) Uh, So the family were closing up their store when two men wearing red bandanas entered. One yelled at Morrison, quote, we've got you now and shot him with a pistol. <laughs> Merlin hid in the back of the store. Arling loaded his father's revolver and shot at the men as they fled. One returned fire and shot Arling. Both Arling and John Morrison were dead. So we just have
2: Merlin in the back? Yeah. <laughs> now i
0: will cast a spell
1: I mean, now is the time the pressure's really on
0: oh my god i made ice cream <laughs> oh my god i made ice cream <laughs>
2: uh
0: so john morrison was an ex-cop he recently retired <laughs> because what the fuck was that is that a phone does somebody have a
1: ghost phone yeah someone has <laughs> Well, that's what we said. Either turn them off or set them to booze.
0: <laughs> and I think that's fair. I what love that policy. Oh, usually you don't hear cheering an open mic. <laughs> yeah. 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 Usually
1: you just hear comedian tears hitting ash.
0: <laughs> that might be the first comment going on. So that right now. They're like, "It's gonna be okay." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so he's an ex-cop. Uh, he recently retired. Who, wait, who is this? Uh, the guy who got killed, John right, Morrison. Okay, right. uh, he recently retired due to fears of retaliation from men he had arrested. He said he feared for his life and his families. And then turns out, right. right? Yeah, he was yeah, accurate. But, yeah. uh, Merlin gave a detailed account of the shooting to police and a vague description of the gunman. Because he was hiding in back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So you came not too much. No money or items were taken from the store. Okay, so it is revenge. Police concluded Arling wounded one of the gunmen because there was blood outside. This this is good cop work right here. (laughs) Uh, And police thought it was a revenge killing. Yeah. And they told the press that. By the way, I said it was a revenge killing first. No, you did. I mean, it was really amazing the way you put that together after what I... (laughs) said about him, him retiring because he was worried people would try to get revenge. Thank you. And then you, I mean, I didn't say the word revenge, I said retaliation, but your brain. I'm just
1: saying, I said revenge and then the next thing you said was... Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. because I had I'm not going to this... be this, like, you know, I'm not going to Neil Armstrong buzz Aldrin this moment, but uh, yeah. someone took one giant step for man and someone yeah. was second.
2: <laughs>
1: Go ahead, Bubby. Go ahead. It. We'll let you have that one. Gotta let the guy have one every now and then. Go ahead, buddy. All right, so Neil Armstrong's dead. Go ahead. I'm listening.
0: The cops had a list of 12 men.
1: The it revenge been, list.
0: Yeah. Who had been arrested by Morrison and then recently released from prison. Okay. At 11.30 on that same evening, Joe Hill went to Dr. Frank McHugh. Joe had a bullet wound on the left side of his chest. Jesus. I'll wait. No, ma'am, your throat hurts, please.
1: my heart is bleeding.
0: Uh, He said he was shot at a bar when a drunk man accused him of insulting his wife. It's just, I mean... That's how that happens. It, yeah, I know. And it's like, we, we really have,
1: like, we've hit the curve where we're like, oh, that doesn't happen anymore, to now where you're like, I see that happening more and more. I can see this coming back in vogue yeah. very shortly. Oh, yeah.
0: So, as the doctor examined him, a gun fell out of Joe's clothing. Okay. Clang. Oh, <laughs> that's my gun. Uh, but it was normal for people to have guns there. Yeah, right. Very normal. Uh, In 1914, Utah hadn't been a state for 20 years yet. Uh, There was tension between federal authorities and uh, the Mormon population. Sure. There had been a lot of violence stemming from the practice of polygamy, which they were into, and they wanted to keep fucking a bunch of ladies.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, again, again,
0: this is is, is like God after dark. That's what polygamy Mormonism is.
1: It's like Pervy God, where God was like, ooh, yeah, all that other shit, and fuck 'em all, boys. God, what are you talking about? I'm just having a sniff
3: of a brandy, don't worry about old God. You don't think I like to get wet? Everybody's beak deserves a dip. What the fuck just happened? I'm gonna light up
1: a smoke real quick. Fuck, i love being God. Put on the new Joe Hill, I love that guy. Did Jesus just shake his hair? Huh? I'm God. Jesus, I put him to bed a while ago. When the cat's away... Do that mom you won't shut up about. You're
0: saying your son is the cat?
1: Yeah, when the yeah. cat's away? Jesus dude. is a pain in the... I mean, I love the kid. He's a great kid. He's a great kid. He's unbelievable. I mean, look, he died for the... He's unbelievable. This kid's gonna be better than his dad, but right now... What he doesn't know he doesn't kill him. I mean, I'll, well, well, talk about a wrong turn of phrase. Holy shit. Yeah. Good lord. Oh, yeah, because he just said he died. I just, good, good me, I should say. Oh. He said he's going to be better than you, but he's already dead. Yeah, but dead is meaningless in this. You're a foolish little man, aren't you? Should you even be up here right now? Now, look, do you want to doers on the rocks or are you just going to be a loser all night? <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. Hey, look, it's the seventh day. It's my time, baby. <laughs> Did you just put a cigarette on a table? Yeah, they're Dunhills. I'm out of shits to give. <laughs> this is God after dark, baby. You want to do a bump? No. Come on! It's just a little cloud. That's no, all that is. Fucking... Do yeah. a gummer and then watch God blow your mind like he blows his nose. Here we... <laughs> oh. hey! Talk about a Coke bender. I've been up for weeks when I made the giraffe. I was just looking at a horse and I was like, what if you shook it up, bunch?
0: Woo, <laughs> <laughs> wee! Look, man, I just came here to get a gram. Can I just get I've been here a while.
1: All right. Let's play a game of Mortal Kombat. it. No, <laughs> you watch me do some deadlifts, then you get a gram, huh? <laughs> You're in the Lord's den now.
0: Is there anybody else that sells blow or
1: Not there? the good shit. You wanna go snort a little baby powder? Go talk to Jesus. You want some shit that's gonna numb your face and your genitals? You stick right here with God.
2: Wait,
1: genitals? Yeah, that's right. I'm not gonna repeat myself.
0: Oh, well, you're a bummer. It's good to have someone over this
2: it.
0: Yeah, I can see why. I mean, you're completely out of fucking control. Like, you can do literally anything you want. Like, deadlifts.
2: <laughs> you yeah,
0: can't You're god, so it doesn't matter how much
1: you can deadlift. What do you think the most you can deadlift is?
0: Not as much as you. You're a god. Well, not as much god. as me,
1: that's right. Ah, <laughs> Come on, do crystal with oh me, and then we'll god. go for a walk.
0: I'm not going anywhere with by the way you're bleeding out of your nose. Ha <laughs>
1: ha, buddy. I've got so much of that stuff, it don't matter. <laughs> Lord. I invented this shit. Wow. All right. Here's your gram.
0: Thank you.
2: Yeah.
1: So I'll, s- so I'll, s- I'll see you later. Yeah, look, come back any evening and I'm like this
0: every night. Yeah, I don't know. There's this other guy. He's got some good shit. Have you heard of
1: Satan? I fucking love that dude. That dude is so wild. Talks, that dude's awesome. Talks a lot of shit about you. Hey, we have a real love-hate thing, but I'll tell you what. We love to jam. You get him on the bongos, you get me on the banjo. Woo!
2: really
1: awful. He's <laughs> well, the one who came to heaven to get some coke, so I don't know what to tell you. And the way I tell St. Peter I was asleep, he's like a mother. He's <laughs> the worst. All right, my man. Take care. All right, see you later. All right. Okay, bye. All
0: right. How do I get out of here? <laughs> um, Uh, so, like we said, Mormons like to fuck a bunch of people. Right. Uh, Polygamy. Just ten years earlier, the Cheech leadership officially prohibited polygamy. Uh, Mormons were powerful members of the community and were very anti-union. Most of their vitriol was directed at uh, the Wobblies and their radical beliefs. Sure. So Wobblies like Joe Hill carried guns. Okay. He's got to carry guns because of all the fucking Mormons, right? <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed. Um, now, the bullet didn't hit any of Joe's vital organs. The doctor was able to easily clean and bandage the wound. Okay. And then he had a friend drive Joe home. Now, the friend said Joe asked him to stop at a vacant field where Joe went out and threw something into the distance.
1: Sure. So he just, he was like, "We pull over? I want to throw some stuff. For a <laughs> sure, Joe.
0: Go ahead, buddy. But that's just what you do when you're passing a field. You're like, yeah. oh, wait, I got some stuff.
1: Oh, hold on. I got to throw out a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Close your eyes.
0: <laughs> the next morning, the doctor read about the double murder, and he went and told the cops about Joe. Okay. Three days later, the doctor visited Joe to re-examine the wound and deliver painkillers to him. After Joe took the medicine, he was feeling drowsy, and that's when the police came barging in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Joe was just laying there, you know, kind of out of it and confused, pretty much undressed, so he rolled over to grab his pants, and a cop shot him in the hand. What? No, we're doing this naked, boy.
1: <laughs> you can keep your dick out. I want to see that
0: shit. We're the new dick detectives. You ever get any coke on your balls? I can hear you. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, The You coming by later? Yes. Yes, no, I'm sorry. Sick. Okay.
1: We'll play Guitar Hero.
0: We'll do
1: it like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We'll put socks over our cocks. All right, I gotta go. All right. See you in a bit. How do I hang up? Uh, You don't. I go. Okay. Yeah, I'm like a ring cam. I call it. Okay, bye. No, this is not bye. This is hello again. (laughs) All right, farewell.
0: See you in a bit. Okay. Hey, officer, can you shoot me? Uh, So the bullet shattered most of the bones in Joe's hand. Sure. They arrested him, and they assumed his roommate was a partner in the killings. Uh, His roommate was Otto Applequist. Yep. Well, I would definitely
1: want that guy. I want to talk to that guy about some stuff. <laughs> Apple AutoQuest? Yeah. yeah. That sounds like when you're like running some detection on your Mac. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, Apple AutoQuest, please. I have a virus. Uh, but Otto had left town when he heard about the murders. Okay. Otto was never found. Okay. Police found a single red bandana in the apartment, uh, but no gun. Uh, but arresting Joe also made no sense because it was a revenge killing, and Joe had no connection, no motive, and he did not try to leave town. Right. The Salt Lake Tribune reported when Joe asked how he was wounded, he said, quote, I was in a fuss over a girl and I got shot. I don't want to say where it occurred.
3: So he's cut, why,
0: why won't he... I think he doesn't want to drag the lady into it. Oh, okay. He's a gentleman. Right, right. Who we got, we got shot. Sure, yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, the prosecutor suddenly said it was a robbery gone bad, even though nothing was taken. And the killer yelled, we've got you now! A robbery gone bad? Yeah. As in a it robbery was... that never occurred? Yeah, no, it was It was so bad that it wasn't a robbery. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how bad it was. <laughs> a robbery, no yeah, was. they took so much, nothing was taken.
0: Also, when Merlin... Oh, right. Young, young, little Harry Potter. the tiny wizard.
2: Oh, may I?
0: uh when merlin the only witness saw joe for the first time he said quote that's not him (laughs) okay and again he was basically in back the whole time yeah right uh joe was facing the death penalty a few days later merlin changed the story and he now told the salt lake tribune quote hill is about the same size and height as one of the men as the light was dim i could not get a lasting impression of the man's features but hill appears to be very much the same build as the man who entered the store and from whom I saw fire at my father. After my father had fallen and the murderers saw that my brother intended to fire in return, the man who I think resembles Hill crouched behind the end of the counter and shot my brother. Well, so.
1: He's definitely not talked to the police at all in those couple of days, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's, pure, that's Just, yeah, that's right off the top a, of his head. Just, wait a minute, no, it was him
0: actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe couldn't afford a lawyer, so two young uh, local attorneys volunteered to defend him for free. Okay. The prosecution produced 12 eyewitnesses who claimed the killer looked like Joe. Okay. Uh, like most of the people in Salt Lake City at the time, uh, the killer was young, a white male with an average build. Well, yeah. where are you going to find that guy in Utah? I don't think they exist out here. Oh look, all of them. And now Merlin just identified Joe as the killer. What an evolution. Yeah. For, so maybe Merlin does have a magic power. We're lying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the ability to recollect things that didn't
0: occur. That's right. Uh, halfway through the case, Joe fired his lawyers. Okay. He said their cross-examinations were weak and that they weren't objecting to leading questions Yeah, but we're DA. free
1: and there's nobody else. Yeah, you're still fired. Yeah, you're, you're, you're bad. shit.
0: <laughs> in his statement to dismiss them, Joe wrote that, quote, he believed they were acting in partnership with the district attorney to convict him of a crime he had not committed. Okay. The judge declined the dismissal and then Joe refused to participate in the trial. He would not testify and he never explained why. Hmm. But most people think it was because he didn't want to drag a girl into it. Okay. Uh, So there's a ton of evidence indicating that Joe was not the killer. Right. Uh, Four men were treated for gunshot wounds that night. Okay. (laughs) It's a great town.
2: (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
0: I mean, how many people live there and five guys got shot in one night? <laughs> and it's not like everyone's like, holy shit, yeah. did you hear what fucking happened last night?
1: Well, it was a slow evening at the hospital.
0: Only five. <laughs> uh, so, the shooter yelling, we've got you now, was not brought up at the trial.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the bullet that was supposed to have passed through Joe was never recovered at the crime scene. Okay. The gun Joe used, supposedly, was never found. Joe's accomplice was never found. And the blood outside the store turned out to be from a dog's injured paw. Yeah, that is very sad. That dog is bleeding a lot. So. Do
1: we follow the dog case at all in this or is that where we leave it? Uh, he comes back at the end. The
0: dog does? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the dog did it.
3: Going, hurry up, get to the end. This is huge. Put it right there. Reese There's a read the aquarium.
0: Wait, that's a dog. That's yeah, a. Yeah, that's a dog. <laughs> what kind of dog? That's the, from the Scooby family. <laughs> uh, so that means that someone could have never been shot if the blood outside was from. Oh family. right, yeah, right. Uh, so no, no evidence linked Joe to the Joe to the crime. Right. His, his roommate leaving was used against him, even though Otto had no police record. The police publicized Otto was Joe's accomplice and offered a large reward for him. Otto was never seen or heard from again. Okay. Uh, Joe was arrested. Uh, and before Joe was arrested, the suspect was an ex-con named Frank Wilson. Morris had arrested him. He'd just been released from prison, and the night of the shooting. Afterwards, witnesses said they saw a suspicious looking man on a streetcar leaning over as if he was in pain. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Couldn't be that guy. No, probably not. Uh, he was going, oh, my bullet!
1: <laughs> well, let's keep looking, Sarge. There's nothing around here. I got
0: shot in the tom You know, I
1: saw some funny footprints over that way. Maybe if we follow that lead for a little oh, while. Oh,
2: God. Why did I shoot
0: that cop?
1: Yeah. There's something around here I don't like. It stinks. It's not right here. It's west.
0: I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the wizard. God, why can't that be a song? Uh, Bob Merlin. Yeah. Uh... One of the witnesses identified Wilson as the suspicious man on the streetcar by a photograph, and the cops were searching for Wilson when they heard about Joe and his wound. Okay. And, quote, learned Hill's identity as an IWW songwriter, and suddenly their interest in Wilson as a suspect faded. Right. Besides Wilson, four other suspects arrested for the murder before Joe was. Okay. Quote, two were wanted for armed robbery in Arizona, another told lies to the police, and a fourth had a bullet wound in his arm. After Joe was arrested, all of those men were released and allowed to leave town. For sure, I mean, we've got our guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure leave town. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, go, take a vacation. Actually, we insist you go. Get
0: the fuck out of here, guys who did it. Have some fun. <laughs> And Morrison's wife told police that he said to her, quote, if anything ever happens to me, you may have to look up these two men. And he told these guys' names.
1: Jesus. That's a lot of evidence. The police
0: would not disclose the names of the men and did not pursue the lead, probably because the men that he named were uh, citizens in the neighborhood. Also, a news reporter said he interviewed Morrison about a previous armed attack, and Morrison said the same two men's names and that, quote, they were out to get him.
1: Mm-hmm. But are there any clues? <laughs> Have we got any leads, boy?
0: The reporter offered to testify against the man and name them publicly, but prosecutors said no, as did the judge. Yep.
1: Good.
2: Uh, so justice. That, Fair justice. That's it's evidence, always been. Totally different.
0: Yeah. And then the police chief of San Pedro, who, uh, by the way, San Pedro's near Los Angeles. Uh, who held uh, Joe for 30 days for vagrancy during a strike, wrote to the Salt Lake City police, quote, I see you have an arrest for murder, one Joseph Hillstrom. You have the right man. He is certainly an undesirable citizen. He is uh, somewhat of a musician and writer of songs for the IWW song. Yeah. like, I got that
1: little dig in there. Yeah.
0: Somewhat.
1: Yeah. And what, I mean, what, what an ability to know who did it from... So far away. Pedro? Yeah, I mean, unbelievable that's ability. How,
0: that's how Utah solves 95% of its murders. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> well, we're going to do a police lineup. Yeah. We're going to go to another state.
0: We're going to get letters from the coast of California. Yeah. That's how we will solve our crime. Yeah. The letter fueled the prosecution's case and turned the trial into a media circus.
1: Uh, always a good thing to hear. Because yeah. you know the media is going to give it to you. They help So straight. They help out.
0: So helpful. The Utah police, press, government, and judicial system were all under the influence of the Copper Trust and the Mormon Church. And they backed the uh, San Pedro Cops club. <laughs> I know, you know. I know. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but the Mormon Church, pretty fucking big here. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
0: Super cool towards gays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very understanding. That's most religious. Yes. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. Uh, the jury found Joe Hill guilty of murder and sentenced him to death. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, get him. Get him. him. Hey, it's actually a good thing you can come up here and hang out with your old boy, the Lord. Have you heard Yellow Submarine? I've got both sides on vinyl. We're gonna have so much fun. Joe, trust me, baby. It's nothing. Get up here, you old scamp. I don't want to. I got to a cot at the end of my bed you can sleep in, but by the way, you're not going to need to sleep. It's the seventh day. <laughs> and on the seventh day, he snorted.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: right, so, okay, I'll do one. Uh, All right, so you're freaking out of a Get up here. I don't want
0: to now. I want to go down. Mm, well, either way, you're partying.
1: How does, how does pur- purgatory work? How, how can I get in there? It's a myth. Fuck. Yeah. All right, I'll do some blow. Yeah, just twenty bucks. What? Twenty bucks. You got to pay your share. It's not a well, charity. I working but... my fucking mind to get that. Well, then do your thing. I mean, I'm just telling you, it's not a charity. By the way, the whole system you set up here is shit. Hey, I put some really good pieces in place. You idiots fucked it all up. That's why I got to come back at some point.
0: You know Bloomberg is fucking moving up in the polls? Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yes, I do. And I'll be honest, I never finished his legs. I don't know what he's standing on.
0: Uh, Joe was given the choice of picking hanging or firing squad. Ah,
1: well, at least there is some justice. Hmm...
0: Joe said, quote, I'll take the shooting. I've been shot a couple times before, and I think I can take it.
3: No, Joe, you don't, don't understand how this yeah, works. Uh, that's
1: not at all how it so works. So you guys just shoot me twice, and then uh, if I survive, I get to go? Uh, to be honest, uh, I don't think rope would be fair. And yeah. I have too close of a relationship to rope.
0: Go ahead and shoot me in the legs, guys.
1: You know where my heart is in my hands. So shoot there, boys. Two shots, that's what we agreed to? Sorry? Oh, all the shots. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't like my chances in this uh, race. Oh, it's not a race. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll take what's behind the door. Okay.
0: Uh, so the decision was appealed to the Utah Supreme Court. Joe got a new lawyer who basically said this is all happening because he's a member of IWW. Okay. The governor at the time, William Spry, was pro-boss and anti-union to his core. Sure. During his tenure, Utah had some of the worst working conditions in the nation. Uh, the International Socialist Review, quote, the Bingham Canyon area, a locality employing nearly 5,000 men, was the site of 440 on-the-job deaths in 1911 alone? I mean, that is so. That is like in 1911. High rate. 440. Like what? I mean. That's like uh, you're getting two close. Two thirds. Ten percent of the workforce it's dying. Wow. There yeah. should be some regulations or something. Yeah.
1: Well, and then the good news is you have a place like Amazon where they.
0: Oh no. We're, <laughs> The Utah legislature, uh, because of this, passed a bill requiring uh, coroner investigations for, for all minors' deaths, but Governor Spry vetoed it.
1: Yeah, well, who needs to know?
0: Yeah, thank you. Also, bodies get in the way of profits.
1: Yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh, Isn't it more fun to invent the reason why they died? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chalking it up to poor factory conditions. Yeah.
0: He went down and got tuberculosis and died. Yeah. In one day.
1: Yeah.
0: And in, in
1: that 24-hour TB
0: uh joint yeah. and in utah union organizing was vehemently opposed armed strike breaking agencies shot and killed workers all with the knowledge of the state and government local police governor spry endorsed anti-union violence by permitting mine owners to deputize company gunmen as sheriffs
2: mm-hmm.
0: all sure. good Yep. Yeah. joe was in for 22 months while his decision was appealed the iww led an international campaign to save him it got tons of media attention worldwide Thousands of people sent letters. Uh, the daughter of the president of the Mormon Church wrote letters to national leaders uh, for Joe, the Swedish ambassador to the United States, wrote a telegram to Woodrow Wilson. Uh, the appeal was denied. But the Utah Board of Port- Pardons said they were willing to hear testimony in a closed session from the woman or husband who allegedly shot Joe. Okay. So like, let's bring the lady out. Right. Uh, he refused to identify anyone, saying it would harm the reputation of the woman and drag her into the truck. Wow. Okay. So anti Kobe. Yeah. It's. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yeah, is it still too early? Oh, <laughs> uh, Historians believe that Joe was protecting the identity of a secret there. sweetheart. He wrote a letter to the board of pardons, quote, the state has no right to inquire into the origins of this wound. The chief justice responded, quote, the unexplained wound was a distinguishing mark. The defendant may not avoid the natural and reasonable infer- infer- inferences uh, of remaining silent. So
2: okay.
0: he's not going to tell him how he got shot. Well, nah, it's called chivalry. Yeah. It is believed he knew he couldn't win. So Joe, just, Joe thought he couldn't win either way and right. all that would happen is he would drag a, a woman into it. Yeah, be, and plus,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm sure the media is not like today but you know if that can of worms gets opened it's over.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, he may have seen uh, also dying for the union cause with the entire world watching would mm. create a martyr who could rally millions to his cause.
2: Unless you get to hang out up here. That's shit.
0: <laughs> don't. That's a negative.
1: I've got those long jobs that I just know. have a hole in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Just for when we gotta go. Okay. Which is not gonna be a lot with the amount of blow we're gonna be pounding.
0: I guess I thought. It's it would like be... a little trap door. No, I guess I thought it would be different. It's a back flap. Okay. I figured
1: that's what it is. I got our initials on them.
0: Okay. Mine's uh,
1: TL. Yours JA. Is there
0: no one else you can hang out with? Why are you getting?
1: My pager's broken, so I'm like not getting a
0: lot of pages. Okay. All right, I'm gonna sing a song. Okay. <laughs> um, so Helen Keller, who is a socialist, sure. wrote uh, President Woodrow Wilson. She said the trial was not uh, the trial was not fair and the sentence was unjust. She asked him to stay the execution. The Swedish ambassador did the same. So Woodrow Wilson wrote a personal letter to Governor Spry, wow. asking him to delay the execution. Quote: Respectfully ask if it would not be possible to postpone the the execution of Joseph Hillstrom, who I understand is a Swedish subject until the Swedish minister has an opportunity to present his view of the case fully to your excellency. Letters then flooded the governor's office. He didn't give a shit. He wrote President Wilson, quote, your inference, your interference in this case may have elevated to an undue importance and the receipt of thousands of threatening letters demanding the re- release of Hillstrom, regardless of his guilt or innocence, may attach a peculiar importance to it. All right. must so be nice cool. to write
1: a fuck you letter back to the president <laughs> on <Donnie>, either <laughs> side. You know I "Dear Mr. President, why don't you suck my balls? <laughs> Telegram that
0: back to him. Gentlemen, I've received a letter from the governor of Utah, and it is a wonderful invitation. Please come and suck I, on my balls. I will be in Utah for a while. And as I go, I will be working on my mouth muscles.
2: <laughs> Utah. Utah. Look like,
1: at how uncomfortable this guy's getting. <laughs> he's
0: sweating like he's going on trial. He's like Jesus Christ. Uh, the governor received threats. The Salt Lake Telegram reported. 500 laborers in Tacoma wrote to the governor. "Quote: We, the working men of Tacoma, in a mass meeting, 500 strong, forbid you to murder our fellow worker Joe Hill. You will be held personally responsible for his well-being." Mm. Uh, Joe wrote in a socialist journal, quote, there had to be a goat, a scapegoat, and the undersigned being, as they thought, a friendless tramp, a Swede, and worst of all, an IWW, had no right to live anyway, and was therefore duly selected to be the goat. Now, if the people of the state of Utah wanna shoot me without giving me half a chance to state my side of the case, bring on your firing squads, I'm ready for you. No, 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 no! I'm not done with my letter. Oh, sorry. You, sorry. You shouldn't say it out
1: loud if you I mean, don't want us to. No,
0: I do, I'm We're ready to do it, it. I'm working it through in my head. All right. Head. Go back. Go back. Sorry. I have lived like an artist, and I shall die like an artist. Okay. Now, now, yes. All right. Enough. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm not fucking butch casting the Sundance Kid. Why don't you fucking relax? Okay. November 18, 1915, around 10 p.m., Joe gave his will to a prison guard. He requested that he be cremated and scattered in the wind. At 5 a.m. on November 19th, Joe broke the handle of a broom that had been given to him to clean his cell.
2: Hmm.
0: He then tore blankets uh, off his bed, twisted the strips through the bars of the cell, and slid a mattress against the door. When guards tried to remove the barrier, Joe hit them with the sharp end of the broom handle. And what So he is he's sort
1: of Captain America to himself in there yeah. with a mattress shield and a broom sword? Yeah. And the guards are like, well, we've never seen this before. <laughs> what the hell do we do here? I don't know. He's just being super annoying.
3: No. No, you don't.
0: One guard got through and punched Joe in the stomach and then a couple more pushed through. Joe kept fighting and overpowered two guards... The two were bloody and laying on the floor of his cell when the other guards arrived. And the sheriff, who had become friends with Joe over the couple years he was there. And the sheriff said, quote, Joe, this is all nonsense. And Joe said, what do you mean? And the sheriff said, you profess to die like a man. Joe, well, I'm through, but you can't blame a man for fighting for his life. Yeah, that
1: is dying. Like, that yeah. is a brave, that's brave. So that's how you
0: go out. You've yes. like you beat up as many guards oh, as you can. Oh,
1: come on. You're being a little, uh, you're being weird brave. Just be brave, brave. Oh, no, be I mean, punchy brave. Yeah, come on. A broomstick, broomstick brave. Yeah, it's pretty, the broomstick stuff's real weird. I made a spear! Yeah, sort of.
0: A union spear! Uh-huh. Uh, at 35, Joe Hill was executed by a firing squad on November 19, 1950, for being a socialist by the state of Utah. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> And they would do it again. Yeah. Yeah, They're planning it. When the deputy yelled, ready, aim, Joe shouted, quote, fire! Go on and fire!
1: Honestly, if you're in that position, I think lunch is a better thing to scream. Just for a shot. Ready, aim, lunch. Lunch! See, some guy's like, oh, shit, we were going to get it. All right, that's lunch. Then you get behind that mattress in your room
0: again, you're like, i got another ten minutes left. Uh, the day Joe was executed, a bomb was planted at the president of the Standard Oil Company's private estate to protest Joe's execution. It was found by Gardner and defused. I mean, that is... That, that guy is awesome. Whoever, whoever that guy is, is like, let's go fucking blow up an oil man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a funeral was held in Salt Lake. Governor Spry sent three undercover agents to find out if anyone was planning to kill him. Joe, find out if anyone's gonna kill the ashes. I don't trust this yet. They're gonna do- double blow them up like a twice baked potato. Well
1: then God gets the urn. Ooh, I'm do a bump Ooh. Oh,
0: Joe. Holy shit. Gone but not forgotten. uh bill big bill haywood the founding member of the iww received a letter from joe after his death quote
1: Whoa, goodbye bill
0: sneaky. what i mean that, that, that,
1: that, that by the way yeah i want to pull that move well, i yeah. want to like my last week if send I get, you know yeah just a ton of letters i would send out posthumous letters. posthumous postage i would send out just
0: valentine's yeah yeah, yeah. hawaii's cool you know <laughs> Uh, so he sends a letter to Big Bill Bickville Haywood right after, uh, right before he dies It gets to Bill afterwards. Goodbye, Bill! Ugh. I die like a true blue rebel. Don't waste any time in mourning. Organize. Could you arrange to have my body hauled to the state line? I don't want to be found dead in Utah. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's
1: very good. Yeah. Very, very good. I like your Valentine idea a lot, but by a hair, that wins. Uh,
0: Goodbye, Bill. (laughs) Well, farewell. So Joe was cremated, and his ashes were put into 600 envelopes and sent to IWW offices in every state except Utah. That is dope. Ashes were also sent to members in South America, Europe, Asia, South Africa, New Zealand, and Australia.
1: You better have a heads up on what's in that yeah, envelope, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Otherwise, like... <coughs> <laughs> Was that anthrax? <laughs> Each envelope contained a photograph of Joe, a mock paper headline that read, Joe Hill, murdered by the capitalist class. Wow. And a copy of his last will, which said he wanted to be scattered. Uh, Joe Hill's official uh, procession was held in Chicago and was attended by thousands, I think like 30,000. Traffic had to be shut down for several miles within Chicago. That sounds like Chicago between 4 to (laughs) (laughs) 7. Attendants wore IWW pennants that said, Don't mourn, organize, or red ribbons that said, Joe Hill, murdered by authorities of the state of Utah. (laughs) The political left uses the slogan, Don't mourn, organize, to this day. The state of Utah, indeed, created a martyr. His execution became a rallying cry for workers across the world and was seen as proof that the government and big business were conspiring against the working class. His songs became the most recited recited chants in labor strikes, but uh, the IWW split and fell apart in 1924. Mm. In 1916, a bomb was found in Governor Spry's yard, and six Wobblies were arrested. They couldn't find out what happened to him after that, but... Uh, In the 1940s, a Stanford professor extensively researched Joe's case, and he concluded that Joe's roommate, uh, quote, Otto Applequist, was in fact murdered by the very police who were pretending to search for him. Otto was most likely killed because he was the only witness who could have confirmed Joe's alibi and therefore his innocence. In 1988, an envelope that was seized for subversive potential in 1970. 1917 by the U.S. Post Office was found, it included the photo of Joe, the letter, and the ashes. It was stored in the White House's National Archives building until the IWW found out, and they said they should get the ashes. And after negotiations with the government, uh, the ashes were turned over, but not the envelope. Billy Bragg and Otis Gibbs drank some of the ashes with Union-brewed beer.
2: Nice.
0: Bits were cast to the wind in U.S., Canada, Sweden, Australia, and Nicaragua. Sweden uh, decided hit the ashes they got We put inside the wall of a union office besides a plaque commemorating hill. And in the early 2000s, New York uh, University archivists were transferring Communist Party of the United States uh, materials to another archive uh, when they, one was in the, the Communist Party USA headquarters. And they found a box hidden under a desk, and the box contained one item, the final will and testament of Joe Hill. Wow. Yeah, so uh, congratulations. You guys killed a socialist. That's good. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, Yeah. No, I'm sure you've killed a lot more. Uh, This was just a really important one. Yeah. But no, you you guys will kill more soon. Uh, anywhere where there's an Amazon warehouse, there's going to be uh, socialist dying in a
1: couple of years.
2: I wish I was kidding
1: Yeah, the Im- inability to keep unions forever is really such a fault line for us. No, it's great.
0: Yeah. Unions oh, are okay, terrible We
1: destroy capitalism America yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, you don't have Jeff Bezos, if you have unions. We need that guy, because he'll eventually control the media, the okay. water, the food.
0: I like a guy with $200 billion who looks like Lex Luthor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just built a golf course on his property. Yeah. I mean, like, imagine... Oh, I'm imagining so many things right now. Jeff, Jeff Are not building the golf courses. <laughs> like what? Turning him into a golf course. Uh, can you just stretch him? How much can you stretch Jeff Bezos? Is this a game
2: show? Yeah. Pretty good. I think it might be. Look, when we take over, we're going to make that one happen.
0: It will be fun to eat him. Oh my God. He gets a little piece of it.
3: His head's chewier
1: than I would have imagined.
0: No, oh, it's as chewy as I thought.
1: <laughs> well, that's a very weird conversation we're ending on. <laughs> He's got calamari head. Uh, well, by the way, tip your wait staff. Yes, tip the hell out of your waitstaff. staff. No pressure. Thousand dollars, Miss. I mean, thank you so much. That's huge. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you shouldn't have. That's so nice. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about? No. They, they killed, killed him. nice and, yeah. They killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Yeah. It's okay. You're all right, buddy. No, I'm not. Yeah. He's up in the sky now. Don't worry about it. In God's duplex.
0: Yeah, God's. A du- God has a duplex? Yeah, he does. Yeah,
1: he, Of course he does. He's got the top and then he rents out the bottom so that he doesn't end up paying rent real. Takes care of itself. He's got a plan, dude. God is a shitty real estate investor? No, God knows how to get free rent. Does he do timeshares in Hawaii? Potench. You don't know.
0: He works in mysterious ways, dude. Not, none of them are good. <laughs> well, you know, take it up with him, man. I, that's who I've been talking to you this whole time. David. No. Your father's up
1: here.
2: Oh, oh, no.
1: What are you drinking? What Why are you holding up This guy's sign? holding up a sign that says November 3rd,
2: 1987.
0: I'm not going to yell bad. it because I don't know what it's for. <laughs> I'm not going to yell yelling something bad. <laughs> Like, that could be the day that Pee Wee was arrested in that theater in Florida.
1: By the way, that was a liberating day. I don't know about you, but I I didn't feel comfortable masturbating during films until that day. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. You were ahead of the curve. It was in my jam.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. We've all got to have a thing. Uh, Thank you guys so much for coming out. We appreciate it very much, truly. We will be here tomorrow night to join the rest of the unit.
0: Thank you. Uh, The sources for this episode uh, book William Adler, The Man Who Never Died, The Life, Times, and Legacy of Joe Hill, American Labor Icon. Philip Sheldon Foner, The Case of Joe Hill, Uh, Gibbs Smith, Joe Hill, and Wallace Stegner, Joe Hill, a biographical novel.
3: Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this this podcast. Uh, Listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army